Good morning and welcome to the um, 109th rendition. Something like that, right? 109? I think I was it's kind of looking for. All right. Oh, you're looking for me to tell you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, presented by Loyalty Liquors. 109. Um, hosted by us, Sunday Conversation Podcast. Bringing you the real news first. That's our motto. Imagine if that was actually our motto. <laughs> we, we bring you the breaking news first every time. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's you drinking six <laughs> beers and margaritas before going out to dinner last night. Me eating sushi and drinking wine while playing chess. Yeah, we're all we're definitely dialed in right now. Yo, bro. Don't disclose my night. <laughs> hey, I I just um, I want people to know so they understand how legendary a performance you're about to give. Hopefully, that's not very le- like that's like they're like oh he drank a couple beers like that's kind of like well for welcome, you welcome to the world Ben like, <laughs> <laughs> people do that every night. Um, so anyway, bro, how the hell are you? I'm great, Come Benjamin. I am. Uh, I'm great. This is the first. Uh, decently busy work week I've had in, in, why can't, I don't like that. I can't hear my, okay. That I've had in a little while now, um, you know, continuing the path on towards grandmaster, got a few good wins this week against a few good opponents. Uh, so that was nice. Um, you know, weather's been up and down here, but, uh, all in all, I can't complain at all, pal. How you doing? I'm great. And I just was thinking, um, like, could you imagine trying to, become a grandmaster in like 19 say 56 no it's like you're you're sitting here telling like how do you play 14 games like would you set up 14 chess boards in 1956 and then you're like oh yeah i got 14 games going right now like how else would you be able to just cram chess down what time did we what time when did we record last week it was saturday morning right I, I believe so. Damn, my numbers are down. I only played chess for 12 hours and 18 minutes this week. But I played some in-person games. That's fucking game. whack. But I played oh, some in-person games important. last night. So, you know, that, and it's and it's totally different. No, I couldn't imagine that. Have you, like, dude, those well, fucking guys. Thinking, like, you, last week, I think you mentioned, to you know, to all 330 million uh, people that tune in what weekly um, that – you had 14 games of chess open on your phone. Am I mm-hmm. correct? Trouble okay. I'm just thinking, imagine some guy that was becoming a chess grandmaster back in the, back in the day. You had to play out every game. Now he, he probably played half the amount of games that you played in, in, you know, like, well, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe. Dude, those those guys that are like that are like trying to become grandmasters and stuff, they they study old games. Like they'll sit there and read Wait, the, the notations. Why, why did you say those guys that are trying to become grandmasters? Those people that are trying to become grandmasters. <laughs> no, I was I wanted you to say us us guys who are trying to become grandmasters. No, 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 no. 
I'm not trying. You- I'm going to become a grandmaster. <laughs> Those guys are trying to become a grandmaster. Okay, that's why I said put that, that. Put that shit into the universe. I love that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they, Aaron, when are you going to become a grandmaster? I don't know, man. Honestly, it's going to take a long time. <laughs> um, it's going to so take a long time. Though, that they- they basically like, Dude, they read old, old games. games. It's, yeah. it's like I feel like it's the same thing with like a fucking lawyer who has to read like old court cases. Yeah, and it's shit. like studying. It's that, studying the game notes, bud. That sounds um, disrespectful to me. So, what I was gonna say though is that like those guys, that those people, although they were, I think they were almost exclusively men back in the day. Um. Like in the in present day, like chess computers have like gone back through all their games and like figured out like better moves, better like sequences, better positions to play and stuff. So like while they were at the top of their game, you know, in whatever year, it's totally different now because of technology. Like these guys that are the best in the world, they play with like computers that like analyze every fucking move they make and whether it's like the right move or not. It's, it's kind of wild, honestly. So anyway, it's almost, it's almost as wild as the invention of the composite hockey stick. No, nothing is as wild as that. That was dude, life-changing. I just was trying to think of like things in sports that like would be super difficult. They're like, Baseball has always been played with a wood bat. Yeah, but Soccer, not always with guys throwing 104 miles an hour. Yeah, but but still, I'm just saying the actual weapon that actually tennis <laughs> tennis has gone from a wooden racket to a um to you know fully composite. But sure, yep. to think in like one single year, but, but then I also don't get it because like fucking. Who was it? Al McGinnis? Fucking shout out Al St. McGinnis. Louis Blues. My boy. I mean, he sh- he shot like 105 or something with a wood stick. That's true. So it's like, I, I don't get it. Like, the, it, it just, it that seemed like the most insane thing that ever happened. Like, if you sat there and like shot a hockey puck with a wooden stick and then shot a hockey puck with a composite hockey stick, you'd be like, what the fuck is this trash? It was like the one that they gave you in gym class that like just bent all the way. Like it was like, (laughs) like, I don't know, like a a, a one flex, you know, literally just just wave it in the wind and it's bending all over the place. Um, Well, you can see where we're at today. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Talking about the history of the composite hockey stick, which each one of us has at some point in this described our first um composite hockey yes. stick synergy christmas yeah fucking, yeah that i was found a, it before I think that was a, a whole a whole episode we did on that yeah yeah just bring me the content you you guys want al mckinnis 100 100.4 miles per hour do you With actually, he holds the record for most victories in the nhl's hardest shot competition now McKinnis, number two. I think he broke a goalie's hand one time. Um, um, anyways, wait. When Al McKinnis chose not to destroy a player's face and got the most sincere thank you ever. I'm sure this is a story about Al McKinnis taking a slap shot on a guy not having a bucket on, and he chose not to do it so he didn't kill a guy. 
What a guy, Al McKinnis. <sighs> so what's up with you, bro? What do you got going on? I uh, got a few got a few projects going. Um, I guess I got a full um, uh, educational uh, do-it-yourself process in uh, installing under decking, like to make like underneath the deck waterproof. Okay. And you know how I, I Wait, like the bot like, like the bottom side of a deck, or yeah, like the ground under like, a deck. No, like the underneath the deck so that the water doesn't like pour through down onto the uh, what's below the deck mm. oh that was super exciting and now we're uh the last four days we've been um i don't know i got at least um let's see maybe 20 25 hours behind a uh it's like a grinding wheel but a buffing wheel we've been we've been uh taking the ox oxidation off the boat mm. and uh it's just tedious as fuck but <laughs> it's all good just it's monotonous the same work over and over and over again all like just fucking put the fucking wheel up to the to the thing and just start driving man just like it's crazy though it is it is fucking crazy like what happens to i guess paint like i was thinking like a lot of shit that i've seen now like just being like an observant i guess person it's like oh damn all you need is a little buff and you're golden like cars fucking like we are like have ground through this layer of shit and like gotten the you know the hole back to like a shiny like new like basically fucking day it came off the assembly line and it's you know 20 years old just been baking in the sun so what you're telling me is that the the busted in tail light i have in my car i can just buff that out dude if you get a buffer with a cutting <laughs> pad and you just hold it over there it's like it'll, right out. it'll start growing back yeah, <laughs> the light it's incredible oh that's funny betty that's funny, man. I, uh, I actually think I decided on it. I think for the first time in my life, I'm going to buy myself a brand new car. Really? I was, uh, for, for anybody who doesn't know, I have, I've had the same car for eight years. It has 292,000 miles on it. It is on its last legs. Uh, but it just keeps, keeps on keeping on, uh, which is incredible at this point, but you know, it's, it's, one pothole away from you know me ending up in the hospital so this week i was talking to an account and i was he's like uh you're gonna get a new car and i was like yeah i was like i've been thinking about a couple different things blah 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 and he's like what are you looking at i was like ah you know. Lambo. <laughs> yeah right the new ferrari 296 gtb looks pretty sweet i don't know you know that might just be a weekend thing um so I was like, I've been looking at like Jettas and Subarus and all this stuff. And I'm so I, as I'm talking to my pull up CarMax's website and I'm looking at it and I'm like, here, it's a 2019 Jetta, 10,000 miles, 19 grand. And he's like, dude, I'm pretty sure you can just buy a brand new one for like 22. And so I went on Volkswagen's website and sure enough, like a base model Jetta's 21, the fully loaded one's like 23. 
So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I can, I can afford that. I'm going to, I think I'm going to just buy myself a brand new car. First time in my entire fucking life. I mean, shit. Yeah, dog. Funny story about when I bought my first car, I may have told this story before. It's been 109 episodes. I haven't listened to, to all of them. When (laughs) there's a kid, I had just learned how to drive a manual car. Okay. I learned on a old Volkswagen Golf that didn't have a windshield that I'm pretty sure cost my buddy Frank Taragna. I think he said it paid, he paid a hundred bucks for it. Like the car couldn't get, couldn't re- get registered. It had no windows, no windshield. I think it, if I remember correctly, somebody had sawed the top off of it and made it into a convertible, but like it was not, it was not a convertible, but right. they made it into one. And uh, so that was the car I'd learned how to drive stick on. So I've known how to drive stick for like three weeks. And I'm like, you know what? I got to buy a stick car. I don't even have my license yet. Literally, I didn't even have my license yet. This kid that I played hockey with, uh, his dad had uh, a used car dealership and buy cars at auction. And so he bought, he had a 1994 Mitsubishi 3000 GT. And um, I went over to test drive it because it was stick cars. Like, I got to have it. <laughs> so I go over to test drive it. I can't even, the seat, the, the it had power seats, which was, you know, for 1994, that's kind of a big deal. But the, the buttons to move the seats weren't, were like, were gone. And I couldn't figure out how to move the seat. So the seat was all the way back. I couldn't even push the fucking clutch in all the way. I like stalled like seven times while I was like, test drive test driving the thing around the uh, neighborhood keep in mind i don't have a license i get back i get the car back to his house and i'm like i'll take it and <laughs> I, <laughs> I think it was i think it was 2400 bucks and i had like i had i don't know whatever three thousand dollars in a bank account that was like my like one of my bank accounts that i had access to and i, I was like i'll you know i was like they're like, you got to bring certified payment or whatever. This is all, this is a hundred percent a true story. Like you, you know, we need a bank check or whatever. I'm like, okay. So I go to the bank the next day. I get a bank check for 2,400 bucks. I go back, I buy the car, I sign all the paperwork, whatever. I drive it home. I drive it home. Keep in mind, I still can't figure out how to move the seats. I can't push the clutch in all the way. You also don't have a license. Don't have a license. Car's not registered. You know, I'm just driving it. You know, granted, I wasn't driving it that far, but it ended up like three weeks later, one of my buddies was sitting in it and he like figured out how to move the seat. Anyways, I drive it home and then I have to go to work. And I at the time I was working at Mulberry Street Pizza. I think I had my next door neighbor, Brendan, give me a ride over. He gives me a ride to work. I'm working, you know, whatever. I get a call. From shout, my out, shout out, Brendan. Shout out, shout out B. He listens. My boy. He's he's one of our Patreons. Yeah, that's right. He is. That's my boy. So he I I you know go to work, whatever. I get a call from my mom. Now again, I don't have a license. So I need my mom to come pick me up at the end of my shift. <clears throat> she calls me, it's like whatever, nine, nine thirty, you know, it's starting to not slow down. And she's like, uh, whose car is this in the driveway? <laughs> I'm like it's mine do you like it <laughs> click don't obviously doesn't pick me up from work so i had to walk home from mulberry street pizza which was 
uh, probably a good three and a half, maybe four miles from from where I was living. That my parents were fucking pissed. They're like, "You're giving that car back. We're getting your money back." I'm like, "No, this is my fucking car. This is what I want. I bought it." And I fucking also another fun fun story about that car. So again, I didn't have a license for Bro, probably the first four yeah, months. I don't think you told that story because. <laughs> I'm dying laughing. I would not have had that reaction. Like yeah. you, that's a, uh, and that's yeah. exactly, exactly what happened. And I refused to give the car up. I didn't get my license for like three or four more months. So the car just sat in the driveway. So mom, if you're listening, sorry, I don't know if I've ever told you this part, but I used to just drive it. I'd get home from school. My mom would still be working and I would just drive it around. And like, <laughs> I, but I didn't have, like, I don't even know if I knew how to pump gas yet or whatever. So what I used to do is my mom used to, I used to mow our lawn, right? We had to push mower. We had the worst fucking Gary lawn. Gary can, so. of course. Right. So she would go and <laughs> fill that thing so that I can mow the lawn. And then I would use that gas and put it in my car and then drive my car, you know, put whatever, five gallons in my car and drive it around for a while and then drive it back home and, be like, sorry, mom, I can't mow the lawn. There's no gas. And she'd be like, what the fuck happened to the gas? Like, I don't, you know, I know the gas, it's a gas guzzler lawnmower we got. And anyway, I got another funny story about that. Actually, these, this is a story time with Aaron. So I, so anyways, if you couldn't pick up what I was putting down, if there was no gas, I didn't have to mow the lawn. And we had a miserable fucking lawn to mow. The backyard was a straight, it was probably a, a 18% grade uphill. Like it sucked. So I used to always find creative ways to get rid of the gas so that I didn't have to mow the lawn. One time I decided to pour it all down a snake hole. There was like a snake, you know, our backyard had like a bunch of rocks and dirt and, you know, there'd be snakes in there. So it was a snake hole. And so I poured all the gas down the snake hole. Now, if I had left it at that, it would have been fine. But this was in like, just, just think about this right now. Flash forward to you, um, just 30 bucks in gas down the drain, like every yeah, day. Yeah, seriously. Just, <laughs> just so I didn't have to mow the lawn. Right now, that's worth like 50 fucking dollars. All right, seriously, go good call. So, so I pour this gas down the snake hole. God, mom, I'm sorry you wasted so much money on gas. <laughs> I'm Maybe sorry. Well, I guess... With yeah, the old money that was it was probably worth fucking. Actually, you're probably pissing, in the grand scheme of things, even more money away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, just all right. right. I'll write her a check yeah. today. So I pour <laughs> I pour the gas down the snake hole, and I could have just left it at that. And instead, I decided to drop a match down there. And so I drop a match. And as anybody who's ever lit gas, fucking gallons of yeah. fucking gas. Yeah. Just hold on. <laughs> so anybody who's ever lit gasoline up by knows that like it oh my god bro <laughs> so anybody who's ever lit gasoline up fire you know that like it catches quick and it just shoots up right like i mean it just instantly lights right oh so i light it and god. it's like a, it's like a flamethrower just spitting flames out of the snake hole i was like holy shit that's so fucking cool <laughs> so it starts to die down and I go over to like kind of like look to make sure like if it's out or whatever, because obviously I'm not trying to burn the fucking house down or anything. So I walk over to the hole and there must have been like a deep res a deeper reservoir of of gas that 
like ignited, shot flames out, singed my eyebrows, singed my eyelashes down to like almost nothing. The little bit of facial hair I had at the time was gone. Like that's why I have this shitty patchy beard these days is because I burnt all of it off with gasoline when oh I was my 17 God. years old. Yeah. So. Oh my God. Uh, sorry, I wasted so much money not mowing the lawn and <laughs> driving my car around. That's like, that's just the tip of the iceberg of the the money that you wasted. Don't you worry. Um, that was a sign of things to come. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, that's that's uh, priceless. <clears throat> I I, th- I guess if we're gonna stick with arson stories, uh, I gotta I gotta have I told? I think I did tell the one. Which one? Where the? Sorry, I'm eating pineapple. I lit all that fence on fire in my backyard. I don't think so. Go ahead. Nine fire trucks. No. <laughs> you definitely didn't tell us. I don't even know if I know the story. All right, I'm gonna go quick. Um. There was, it was about to, it, it was a, a winter night in Connecticut. It was about to snow the next day. And we'd just taken down a fence at, at work with Michael. And uh, it was a wood six foot stockade fence. And there was like 24 panels. <laughs> so if, fuck, when you're working for a small family owned fence company and all you want to do is not be at work, <clears throat> you're like, do I do I bring these fucking do I go waste the time drive all this shit to the dump you know it's like how do I dispose it's like part of the yeah, job you gotta right. dispose of this like all right I'll burn it that makes the most the most sense wood I mean it does gone um so I brought it to my you know my dad's house out in the backyard and stacked them there and I had, this is when I had my Mercedes. So it's kind of funny because cherry cans come into it. So it was like, whatever, evening time. I'm like, hey, yeah, I'll burn it right now. Snow's coming. Like, like, you know, it was like a weather fucking, you know, warning. Everyone was ready for the snow. It was going to, we're going to wake up to a winter wonderland and my burn pile is going to be covered and yep. everything's going to be hunky dory. <laughs> um, so. I take a five gallon thing of gas and I fucking pour it over 25 panels of stockade fence that were stacked in two piles. So the, I light it, but it didn't like, it wasn't like cooking yet. So I was like, okay, I'll just drive down to the gas station and fill up these gas cans that I just used so that So that I, you know, I have them for when I need them again or whatever. So I go down to the gas station, fill up things in my Mercedes. That's I'm like, I'm just like thinking about putting a five gallon jerry can in the back of my 1986, like a car. mafia Mercedes. It probably looked like I was going to fucking what a car. burn somebody. <laughs> Seat, seats are spring loaded so seats. I, it's like I riding get, on clouds. I, oh God. That thing was unbelievable. Get back to the house and there's a full blown like flames like 20 feet in the air, but it's far out in my woods. So we we have a big property and uh, it's like it's middle of winter, so there's no leaves. So it just looks like there's a fucking fireball, like a big fireball in the middle of the woods. So 
I'm out there. And it's like, I'm tending the fire and everything's fine. So about two miles down the road is the little uh, church street firehouse. So all of a sudden I hear, <laughs> like the fucking alarms start to go. And I'm like, okay, fire. I have a fire. <laughs> they possibly could be coming to they my might, fire. They might be headed here. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not for certain. And as the sirens grew closer and closer, um, I, let's just say that um, the street, picture the street, and then our property is in like an L. Yep. So, but the L is out in the woods. So the skinny part, like, I guess of the L is where our house is. And it's yep. very like hidden from the road. Like if you stood in front of our house, there's no chance you would have ever seen the fire. But if you went up the street a little ways, you can right. see down into the woods. So the fucking next thing you know, there's nine, not nine, but I'm sure it was a, a multiple house. Is that what they call it? A, a couple Multi- alarm fire? Like oh, a yeah. different it's fire. Like, yeah, yeah. Three, four. So there was at alarms. least, I mean, just like from the woods looking up so mind you this is like gets funnier in my head as i start to like <laughs> so they have all the sirens going off all the lights and aaron they try going like pick a straight line through a marsh our <laughs> pond um prickers like thick fucking woods right they they start fucking hiking hoses down through the you know and, and we're talking it's like 250 yards yeah. from the street down there yeah, through right. my neighbor's yard <laughs> so i'm like yelling to them you're at the wrong house like <laughs> you're at the wrong but like they can't hear me over yeah. the fucking noise of all that shit that's going on not to mention oh, they got their God. fire equipment on so like I'm like of course like oh great like now I'm disrupting the neighbors because all the fire people are coming down like through their yard to get to my yard like this is supposed to be a hush hush operation I just wanted to burn the fucking panels it's snowing tomorrow guys like am I the only logical one here just fucking (laughs) so next thing you know it's me my fucking donkey and nine Vernon firemen and we're all watching this absolute blaze happen (laughs) We, they weren't doing anything about it they were all talking i'm like so like are you gonna put it out they're like no we can let it burn out like you know just gotta gotta watch it so then a fucking hanger or like a widow maker up in the tree lights yeah. on fire and this is the best the best part of the entire story so all there's at least eight firemen and i'm sure you could google uh images of this and you could find it right now type in vernon fire fireman with donkey um so they're all like obsessed with delilah and i'm like like sitting here like i'm in pants and like a sweatshirt maybe okay these guys are all in like full combat fire gear they got fucking fire tanks on they got their helmets all this shit and we're just watching this shit burn and i'm like like what are we doing here and they're like, we can't, we can't leave because that the the piece of the widow maker is on fire up in, right. the, in the tree. So I'm like, fuck this. So I went up to, to the barn where my, my dad owns a fence company. So he's got these lengths 
it's like it's it's called an inch and five eighths is the thickness and they're 24 feet long or 21 feet long it's a, it's a piece of top rail yeah a giant pipe yeah okay so i walk up to the bottom and i get i bring that giant pipe okay and nine firemen with helmets and gear and gloves and all this fucking shit stand there as i walk out into the fire in like my normal attire i think i had like <laughs> maybe even fucking running shoes on and i poked the widowmaker out of the tree with this 21 foot length of pipe and it fell to the ground and they're like okay that's all good and then they all took fucking selfies with the fucking donkey and then left <laughs> they were and then bro <laughs> it, was, it was and my dad was all like freaking out like the basically the fucking he thought for certain like the fire chief like supposedly there could be like a big bill for that like if you, like we deployed you know right. logistics are logistics and right it's like i don't know how much fuel they you know used it, it was definitely like over an hour of like you know firefighters times I, lo I love that you tried to have this hush hush get rid of these fence panels operation and your your grand idea was just set a gigantic fire in the woods and hope that nothing went wrong well it, you know nothing went wrong nothing did go wrong no you were right you were right but you know it was Fuck, man. hard to hush hush that and by the way so vernon connecticut fireman with donkey doesn't come up but what does come up is of course delilah's uh Delilah, oh, yeah. Delilah's uh, uh, wild escape. Donkey back home after wild getaway in Vernon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh, God. Fuck. The way this article even starts is hilarious. A donkey walked into a garage in Vernon and thus began an unusual chase for Vernon animal control. <laughs> we, I think there was some, if you want my honest opinion, I think there was some foul play involved there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm dead fucking serious. You think somebody sprang Delilah? I, sprang Delilah? I no, I think someone came onto the property because she's a free range donkey, and there's no like fence out in the woods. She just knows where to stay. And I think they coaxed her. Like I think they led her with carrots or something, something that a or donkey pizza, would really like. Know. And things that she really loves <laughs> or popsicles or ice cream sandwiches or literally anything it's just an equine garbage disposal <laughs> i mean i can't tell you how many like receipts she's just eaten out of my dad's truck that like because she as soon as he opens the door she just reaches her fucking head in and like oh i love but, that this yeah. is this is everybody just wants to take a selfie we did a donkey yeah, dude, selfie, was, actually, which was really entertaining. I don't think we've laughed as hard as we did that la as we did last night in a really long time. <sighs> um, but yeah, man. Shayla Shane Lila said she thinks her donkey ran away because she was frightened by turkeys, but all was fine when she returned home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, sure. this is the hardest I've laughed at a Sunday conversation episode in a long time. Look at our range, though. Last week, we're talking about you can't trust the media, how how dishonest the United States banking system is, the war in Ukraine and blah, 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 blah. And then today we just talked about 
buying cars without licenses and and lighting shit on fire. You know, it's just just a, a, a wide range of diversity of topics when it comes to <laughs> Sunday conversation. Like and an old old wooden ship. Just an old old wooden ship. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else, Benny. I think that was uh, entertaining. That one flew by. Um, what do you got? You got anything else? When you uh, when are you going back to the to back to uh, the islands? Um, probably the end of May. Mm, nice. the, the Bahamas. Mm, wow. Oh, what are you gonna do? You're stateside for six weeks? Huh? Like that's kind of a bit much for you, don't you think? You know, Aaron, I like being in you know here in the United States stateside because I think this is where you know our best episodes happen. This this is you know the connection is just the well, best. Yeah, right. and, uh, <laughs> the internet works. <laughs> Third world internet, so that definitely internet helps. ever heard of it? Oh boy. Well, um, good. That's great, buddy. That gives us uh, a, a bunch of time. And then, um, yeah, I guess then fuck. I, I got some I got some trips coming up this summer myself, but we'll talk about those off air. Um, all right. We'll bring her home. Uh episode 100 and what did we decide it was? 109? Yeah, I think we episode 109 of the Sunday Conversation Podcast brought to you by Loyalty Liquors. I'm Aaron. That's Ben. Whatever, yo. One love. Benny, love you. Love you, bro.